Hey everybody, this is Will, the co-host for the Not Your Typical Karen podcast. And this is episode 14, recorded on Saturday, November 14th, 2020. The title of this episode is Self-Care, Mental Health, and Guys. And we are welcoming back a guest from a few episodes ago. Her name is Lori, and she is providing her input on self-care mental health and probably about guys as well so if you're interested stay tuned so please listen to our podcast and continue to listen and we thank you again for your support welcome back everybody to not your typical karen my name is karen and today we are our topic is going to be about self-care mental health and guys talking about and guys and men. Let's talk about guys. <laughs> and we have a returning guest today to help us out with our episode, Lori. Let's welcome back, Lori. Um, but before we begin, let's go ahead and listen in on Will's brew of the day and where he's taking us today. Sorry, had a mouthful there. Uh, so, <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting with today because um, my routine was thrown off a little bit. I had to drive into work and take care of a few things so i didn't have a chance to brew my own coffee but what i did do i know right how the hell did that happen (laughs) i know (laughs) what i did do though is i I made a stop at a uh uh, at a coffee shop that is near the area where i worked and uh laurie's probably gonna kill me for this because i was kind of in the area and i didn't even stop by to say hi There we go again. And drop off coffee. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. She's off figures. <laughs> I'm kind of used to it now. I kind of expect it. Well, maybe when you when you're in the, uh, you know are more like returning guests more often than maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. hint, so I hint, have to build up my hint. <laughs> my status in order to get the coffee. Okay, got it. <laughs> so, well, you know, so I, I made a trip to uh, Inklings Coffee in Pleasanton. Oh, and nice. um, they're a they're near where I work, so I it's been a while since I've been there. Since last time I was there it was a pre pandemic. So uh, what I'm having is a latte, and mm. this is way different from what I normally have. But sometimes, you know, once in a while, I like something sweet, a little sweeter, and just have a little more. I don't know. I don't even know what to call that. Like just different flavors in there, but what. Something more. No, I wouldn't say that. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Not more exciting at all. This is this. This one's kind of cool because I, it, it, I've never had something like this before. It's called a caramel bourbon latte. Oh, that sounds good. It, oh. it is, and it's it's not super sweet. And I, I, some people like their drinks really sweet, and I, I don't. So this one's, uh, you know, you can taste the the bourbon, the caramel flavors coming through the latte and um i've never had something like that at any other coffee shop so it's it's one of the reasons why i stop at that place probably once a week when you know pre-pandemic anyway just for some of the yeah oh, nice. so that's what i'm having but next week you know fret not i'm gonna have something that i'm normally that i normally have like something some some black coffee <laughs> for all of those something purists made out with there. your yes. chemics <laughs> For uh-huh. all us purists. <laughs> well, now I'm not 
Yeah, and uh, they have a few other drinks, but caramel bourbon latte is like their one of their only signature drinks that I've I haven't seen anywhere else. And the the vibe there is cool. It's it's your typical um, kind of hipster kind of yeah. Um, you know, how, like, how the coffee shops first came out as yeah coffee became a thing there was all these coffee shops that popped up and everybody was it was cool to be in a coffee shop and uh-huh. then the then the chain coffee and then shop starbucks into, took over, it, it took over. <laughs> <laughs> now it's uh, kind of like a you know a rare thing to find uh-huh. a a a coffee shop with that kind of vibe now and so you know they're few and far between but you know they're also local local businesses that i would support over starbucks Hint, hint, there's, hint. there's actually one <laughs> no there's actually one downtown and um my husband was the one who who showed me or who told me about it Academic? um no it's a new coffee shop downtown on first street um i don't remember the name but um voyager i'll text you later no it's, it's new <laughs> wow will wow <laughs> I mean, how how long ago was um, this? Because they they switched the owners and stuff like that. Just just last week, he told me about it. Um, he wanted to first take street me there to check it out. Yeah, it's on first street, but I don't remember the name of it. Um, but I am interested in going. Just to I can't remember the name Arn, of it. What are you gonna? Why you have to bring something up on, like that in <laughs> name? I know. <laughs> it's like you know, there was something I was gonna tell you, but I forgot. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's how my conversations usually go. <laughs> and I'm like, Will, I'm like, I get stressed out. I'm like, I have to figure I know, out. I know. I'm, I'm like online right now. <laughs> you hear me typing? I know. That's like, that's like me right now. I'm like, uh, yep. What San was the name Jose of that coffee First shop Street. again? Forget about our topic. Let's <laughs> right. <laughs> coffee shop on First Street. You said First Street, right? Yeah, it's on. Yeah. yeah, it's on first, but I can't remember the name of it. It's new. It's black owned. Oh, I know. It, I know. Um, I know. Yes. They sell your artwork yes. or something. Yeah, my artwork. Uh, I don't have any artwork. Went there. Nirvana they were Soul. featured on a show or something. Yep. There yes. you go. Yeah. You, uh, was it? Yes. Uh huh. I'm gonna try it. Yes, I that's been it. There, I'm but... all B. Yeah. Yeah, check, it out, check it take out. Take a picture. Take photo, uh, video. Put it on Instagram. Whatever. I want to see what it looks like. I haven't been there either. No, anyways, <laughs> let's let's move on to our show. I'm sorry, guys. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all because Will didn't have his normal car, <laughs> <laughs> and all because I well, can't remember. <laughs> coffee can be a whole topic. So, what are we talking about today, and why did we want to talk about? <laughs> men and self-care and mental health <laughs> to be fair to begin with. you know I'm, I'm a straight man yes. so <laughs> we're not talking about guys for the pleasure of talking about guys okay <laughs> just just making that clear you know putting it on the table this is about self-care right and self-care mental health but then you know it's always like a it's uh, for men it seems to be more of a taboo to to express yourself in that way and and express your feelings than it is for females, women. Right. Right. I feel it's easy for us women to gather, you know, and talk about our feelings, talk about our stressors, talk about, you know, life in general. 
but when you then mm-hmm. you know you see a bunch of guys together I don't think they're sitting around talking about <laughs> their feelings or their stressors or what's going on you know and that's just and that could also be like you know a stereotypical um yeah you know, false thought mm-hmm. but it's mostly I think yeah. it's easier for women maybe just um you know natural for us to talk about these feelings and just we can go on and on and on <laughs> No, and I was I was just talking to my husband um, earlier before, you know, because I told him what, like, I'll, I'll tell him what the topic is of the day when, um, when Saturday comes around. And I told him, oh, we're going to talk about self care, mental health um, with guys, because there's a misconception that, you know, when you talk about when you bring up self care or mental health, um, it's usually there's a misconception people think oh okay it only applies to women or you know um this topic is usually only designed to help mm-hmm. out women but i know i told him well you know guys go through um depression too or they have emotions that they don't let come out because mm-hmm. of the stereotype you know that you're a man you're strong you yeah. know like and he, and he agreed with me. He said, yeah, no, um, that's incorrect. People go through, I mean, guys, men um, go through a lot. It's just yeah. they don't often talk about it like women do, you know, like openly talk about their issues or their problems, what they're going through. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's, um, I don't know if it's uncomfortable, but it just, it depends on, on your friend, on, on the, the guy friend that you have or the group of friends that you have and, and whether or not, you're you feel comfortable and not you know safe to be able to to discuss those kind of things openly in with with men so you you almost have to like like i have i have i have male uh friends or you know even like a cousin that i've i've known for ever since i was born really i mean i grew up with him and he's really he's the guy that that I can confide in. Like if I have, I have anything mm-hmm. that, uh, that I'm just embarrassed. I can't, I can't talk about, I can talk to him and he's that guy for me, but uh, not everybody has that. And it's, it's almost like a, right. it's, it's a stereotype. Like you guys said, you know, that men don't usually do that, but I don't know. I think that men do have that somebody. It's just that it's not as, open or it, it it it's not a, a something that that we bring up a lot you know most of the time guys together in you know just having fun we're usually just talking about bull crap you know <laughs> just, you know, just a, uh-huh. you're right you know, just like kind of just not nothing serious just having fun kind of thing you know you don't really get into the deep conversations maybe after you drink like a, a couple of uh takes a yeah. few shots of, you know, <laughs> your favorite beverage, but your adult, favorite adult, adult beverage, but then maybe yeah, that's when you start crying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really get that deep until uh-huh. it's almost like, I don't know. I mean, I think it, it, it does. It just doesn't seem to, uh, that persona, this doesn't seem to be um, as visible, I guess. You know, you don't really see that. You don't really think of it out in that way, though, for for guys, for men. But I, but it it does happen at some level. It's just not very. Don't really like we it. don't see it. 
happening all the time. So I'm going to bring in Lori and ask you for your um, mm-hmm. thoughts on this, Lori, because you have over for our listeners who don't remember Lori or who hasn't listened to our domestic violence episode, which was episode number 12. Um, she joined us. She's a social worker with over 20 plus years experience. And um, she's joining us today again to also um, give, you know, some um, insight, I guess, or uh, feedback and uh, resources for men, our men listeners. Um, I had a conversation. This is my question. Um, I had a conversation, and I also see it in my one of my sons, right? Um, a few years ago, I had a conversation with one of my brothers, and um, he said that their men are simple-minded. You know, we're we're programmed or conditioned to think and feel that we are here to fix things. Um, so just let us know what's wrong and then we'll fix it. So I think with that um, in mind, like for me, I think there's this um, there's this feeling or um, uh, I don't know the word that I'm trying to um, that that men are seen not to be mm-hmm. as emotional people mm-hmm. as women mm-hmm. are. Right. That they are not prone to being depressed, but I disagree because sometimes when I see my son, um, he doesn't. He, I mean, mm-hmm. he has friends. You know, he's always video gaming when he's not doing homework or in class or singing. He loves to sing, right? But sometimes, like I ask him, like earlier, point blank, I ask him, "What's wrong, son? Um, are you okay? Is everything okay? You seem down. Do you feel suicidal?" <laughs> Just like, straight up, and ask I, that have to ask and be straight Uh like I'm straightforward yes I have to be because I don't know how he's feeling and and this particular son I have two boys and this one doesn't really share his emotions or his feelings and sometimes I see that in my husband as well like they don't Uh they're not open Mm -hmm. with their emotions like uh, only when my husband is angry or when my son is um, angry um, yeah it's visible you know that they're angry but other feelings like oh are you disappointed are you you know like feelings of discontent or mm-hmm. like sadness maybe like I mm-hmm. have to pry it out of them because that's just me being a woman and a mother and a wife right you know so yeah my my personal experience is similar to yours you know I have a husband who doesn't talk about feelings like you said the only emotion you see is anger upset and like that's about it and I'm like the total opposite (laughs) I want to talk about feelings I want to like candles I want to get into the the mood of let's let's discuss this um but yes you know when you have somebody who's not on the same wavelength as you then it becomes a situation and it's difficult because you want to talk about it and get it all through and you want to hear like like tell me exactly what everything you feel that's what I'm here for that's what I want to you know I I want to try to help you through this and they're kind of just like it's it's okay I'm fine Mm -hmm. and and that's it and so um and I do feel like yeah it's also you know it can also go back to cultural ways it can also go back to you know certain upbringings um because even yeah. with my, um, you know, with my dad, I remember he raised three girls. But, you know, when we would get upset or something, start to cry. And he was like, don't cry. You don't need to cry. Why are you crying? And so then you kind of just mm. like bottle stuff up and you're like, okay, I, I can't feel weak. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a sign of weakness. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if you're emotional, oh, yeah. you're just too emotional. You can't get it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it is, it is, I feel, sometimes ingrained in the way... Um, 
kids see how their their parents react to certain situations um i'm not i'm not you know judging at all mm-hmm. you know everybody i feel has to learn and f- figure out their own journey and i feel as you know we get older we still mm-hmm. have opportunities for change for self discovery for finding purpose for figuring out why you feel certain ways and it doesn't mean that you know men can't get into the way and they may not be able to process the way us women do um but i feel like there is can there's more possibly resources out there to try to get these men to um understand that it's okay to have these feelings it's okay to go through difficult times it's okay to seek help um and mm-hmm. so as far as like you know with my son he's he's very um emotional at times he's very uh, affectionate and i all I could do is just um, welcome it and let him know, you know, it's okay to show those emotions. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel that. This is all normal. And now his favorite movie right now is Inside Out. (laughs) So (laughs) we're constantly watching Inside Out. And anybody that, you know, there's a resource. Yes. Inside Out is a resource. Um, You know, he wants to show grandma. He wants to show his Nini that look inside out and look at this part. And so, I mean, that's I feel it's a wonderful movie, especially for kids to say that, you know, you everybody has these emotions Mm -hmm. and everybody's emotions. You know, everybody deals with these emotions differently. So um, I would just say, you know, welcome it. Have try to open be open with discussions you can't force anyone I've learned to not force anyone into speaking about mm-hmm. their feelings uh, processing it the way you do time and patience is a big factor but the ultimate thing you can do is support someone through it offer suggestions silent treatment is not <laughs> the best way to deal with anything um so yeah. that's kind of my take on it all. But um, I just feel like, you know, mental health is becoming more obvious, I think, now in our culture uh, because of obviously this 2020 year that we've had. Uh, there's a, been a lot of stressors, a lot of mm-hmm. um, uncertainties, a lot mm-hmm. of emotions, you know, going yeah. on. And it's it's getting it's being broadcasted over, you know, social media, the news outlets radio podcast just like this one um that trying to normalize it to to have people be in tune Mm -hmm. with how they're feeling and knowing that it's natural and it's okay um it shouldn't be taboo anymore Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i I agree with you with that right and even even with sorry well um even with crying you know and like you said um i've never seen crying as a weakness i think i've always seen it as a like a soul cleanser like i was talking to somebody who um who had her dad pass away but she wasn't showing any feelings or emotions right because she said um she's afraid that if she did let it out then she would lose all Mm -hmm, control and she didn't want that um, but I told her, but it's not a sign of weakness mm-hmm. when you're ready, just let it out, you know, by crying. Because for me, I mean, I'm a very emotional person. People see it as weakness because when I'm frustrated, <laughs> when I'm happy, when I'm sad, I mean, uh-huh. you name it, whatever emotion uh-huh. I'm feeling, I'm crying. Uh-huh. I'm crying. Right. And, um, but times when I am <clears throat> sad or I have been sad for a long time or frustrated for a long time Mm -hmm. that is one of my outlets I just 
let myself cry, let it all out. And then I feel better. I don't know what it is. I don't know um, why it makes me feel way better after crying or, you know, crying it's just a release. That it's a release or whatever of that emotion. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you're, if that feeling, that urge of, of to cry is suppressed, then that's why it feels good to let it out. You're releasing it. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. it's like, no, no, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, because I, I was going to ask you, how do you cope? Like, how do you handle and how do you take care of your mental health? Um, and maybe what suggestions or what tips and tricks you can offer our listeners, our male listeners? Oh, is that, that, that was for me. <laughs> That's for you, Will. That was for you. You're because I'm not a man, Will. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> you know, I'm just listening and I'm just you know taking it all in and trying to reflect on it because as as a man, um, I don't choose to handle my emotions a certain way. It's just the way I, I do things, and I, I can. I, it feels all very familiar that you know I, when if there's been trauma in my life, right? Everybody has trauma in their life lives. Mm-hmm. And there's situations mm-hmm. where I just couldn't get, I, I couldn't get myself to cry. Right. And mm-hmm. it wasn't, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was holding it in, but it, for, for me, and I, I don't know if other men out there can maybe relate to this, but it just, if certain emotions like, uh, you know, just sorrow and pain, that just comes at you at, f- without any any mo- you know at a moment's notice, notice. You don't even know that it's coming, and then it just hits you, and that's when you just start bawling and just you lose control. Mm-hmm. That's what's happened to me. Like my uh, you know my brother mm-hmm. passed away. He it wasn't so long ago, you know, and I I kept wondering like why am I not crying? Why is this not affecting me that way? And I never really did. And then just out of the blue, I just, it just broke me down one day. Just without any, without any, uh, um, God, I, lost, I don't know what that word is. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Without any warning. Yeah. It warning? just kind of just happened. And I don't know if it's because of the way I, yeah, it probably is because of the way I was brought up and my family, it, we're not very close to begin with. We don't share emotions to begin with. So mm. everything, you know, all, all my emotions have always been kept to myself. So I, I feel when Lori, when you mentioned that, uh, you know, you, you have a husband who kind of doesn't really share very much. That's kind of how I am. I think when I'm at home, I don't really share too much of my, you know, what's goes, what goes on on my head or mm-hmm. my feelings. And, I know I should do better uh, just for the, you know, just to continue to have a good relationship with my wife. Right. And with mm-hmm. my kids. And I, I try to, mm-hmm. I try to also um, uh, model that for my children. I have a, a 16 year old man, or, well, I guess young man. Right. Yeah. And so, it, mm-hmm. you know, young one of man. the things that kind yeah. of uh, just recently in the news, or I think it was on a, on a cover of magazine, they had Joe Biden giving, uh, I guess, a kiss to his um, son, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, there was there was oh, that was like mm-hmm. a like this. 
it was it was right and i was just like a big Wait controversy a why does that have to be a big controversy i don't want that to be a good big controversy i want my me mm-hmm. and my son to have that kind of relationship where it's okay to why does it have to be taboo for me to give him a kiss even though he's 16 exactly to show affection or be affectionate and I, I think I, sometimes yeah, with those taboos mm-hmm. it's pe- because it makes people feel uncomfortable right and for whatever reason it makes them feel uncomfortable but it it's normal and natural that people need to also accept yes maybe they're not used to it so that's why it's right and differently I, I think that's probably a part of just just the world uh that we have come from and now we're you know slowly moving forward i hope but uh so for for me as a as a man you know it, I think it's just going to have to be a, a work in progress. You just have to continue to uh, realize, understand that you have feelings and it's okay to show them. Yes, it. Uh, I don't think tomorrow is going to be any different, but we, as, as long as we're all conscious of it and we can reflect on it because mm-hmm. we, we as, as men, mm-hmm. we tend to keep things in. And if you, you know, I used to keep a journal you know, like a little notebook that I would write everything down. And me yeah, too. Me I too. did too. <laughs> and that, that was like an outlet for me too. And I would put it, I would write everything in there. And, mm-hmm. and uh, what's not funny about it, but you know, you go back and you read those things. You just go, Oh my God, I was a messed up kid. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's just, you know, that's the thing. You, you <laughs> want to express yourself. You find whatever ways you, as long as it's not, uh, you know, it's not self healthy. Yes, self destructive or anything <clears throat> like that. Then, uh-huh. then any way would help in general. Um, go ahead. And I want to piggyback to what you said about the journaling because um, when we talked about um, me being in a toxic relationship, right. Or abusive relationship. And that was my, one of my outlets or um, I thought I found it therapeutic um, to keep a journal and talk about my feelings. I jotted down everything from like, I wrote poetry in it and I think it really helped me. Um, It was another way of me releasing my, my, the sadness that I was feeling at the time. And then I actually found one of them. And it's funny because it documented the first date that me and my current husband um, (laughs) went on. Right. And yeah. So it was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, like what you said, Will, you know, looking back at how you were or what kind of mindset you had back in the day, looking, you know, reading through your journal. <laughs> like I did that. Um, I felt the same. I was like, Oh my God. Or oh my God, I can't believe yeah. I said that, or I was worried about that or. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. I subjected myself to that kind of treatment or these people, you know, mm-hmm. and it was like, wow, you've grown mm-hmm. a lot. You know, you've grown a lot as a person. Um, and it just solidified my thinking, you know, and also that saying that who cares what other people say or think of you like that's not your business, what they say or think about you. Yeah, and I think that um, might be. But yeah, that was I just wanted to bring that up because I, think yeah, so. I, I read back some of my you know, past <laughs> journals and I'm like god I was so insecure god I didn't have a voice god you know like what 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 was wrong with me Uh but it's just the whole process of 
experiencing things and yeah. growing older and finding how you know finding out who you really are right. or just developing as a person um because yeah I, I truly feel like I don't I don't think I really found my voice and like for maybe 10 years ago or so um yeah and then maybe that's also because you know I had my first child my daughter a daughter this girl is going to have a voice uh-huh. and it's kind of backfiring on me, but I'm like, Nope, I got it. You know, cause she's like, um, you know, we've got, we, you know, we're had a disagreement and she was like, so you always tell me that I should speak my mind and I should speak my voice. And now you're trying to <laughs> silence it. And I'm like, Oh my God, what did I just create? But good for you, child. Good for you, but just don't use it with me. Cause I'm your mother. <laughs> yes. This is different. We're at home. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, uh. and you know, I, um, I heard an interview with uh, Matthew McConaughey and um, hey. he, yeah. And he was talking about how he he journaled a lot during, um, you know, his lifetime and how he also noticed that when he was journaling, a lot was dealing with the bad stuff that was happening in your life. Yeah. And so he made a turn of he said, I'm including mm-hmm. all the good things in my life, talking about what goals I want to seek. Like there was always a reason to journal. It's not only for the bad um, things that are happening in your life. And then, you know, that brought it back to him. Mm-hmm. discovering how much he has grown and and Matthew McConaughey is like you know a man's man he was what uh-huh. he voted like one of the sexiest men alive and so, people I mean, sexiest man of the year or something mm-hmm. so <laughs> it was just really interesting yeah. him how in tune he was with his feelings and thoughts and right. um so that's also I think you know normalizes it for the men that you know it's not a form of weakness at all yeah, if and Matthew McConaughey can do that. <laughs> I know, and you're right, because right. mental disorders right. is not Do we have any women, statistics you know? on, on that I mean, by any chance? I'm just kind of curious. Like, I was supposed to look into that, but I apologize. <laughs> but anybody can Google it. <laughs> um, I was kind of curious. But... Uh, definitely um, if we can yes. get a uh-huh. list of your resources, Lori, so we could add it to our our episode description later on. But um, I also want to ask you, um, what do you recommend or how do you recommend us opening up somebody who we see are showing signs of depression or maybe they're going through something, they just don't know how to verbally express it or ask for help um, or, or even through... Um, you know, COVID, because we're all basically still homebound. I mean, we're stuck at and home we're also, still. you know, stuck um, with our spouse or our partners mm-hmm. um, at the home. And so this mm-hmm. is like, I think, the most time we've right. spent with each other. Just because not the hustle and bustle of every day of commuting and going into the office, um, you know, having to manage yeah. all these different areas um, in our lives. So, you can't even have like your, your me time, quote unquote. Right, right. Um yeah, yeah. So, how would I address them? Like my 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 son, and then my husband, like, without the? me saying straight mm-hmm. up, um, so are you feeling I, suicidal? What I has helped <laughs> when, um, especially when I worked with uh, child welfare, um, we would pick up kids and you know either take them to a visit or take mm-hmm. them to a new placement or, um, you know, just for an outing. And in the car is a good place to have a conversation. Not if it's going to be serious where you're going to be having to deal with anger. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but I, like for your child, for your son, uh-huh. taking, cause then they're, they're not staring at you and it's oh. not 
an uncomfortable feeling. You know, uh-huh. they can look out the window um, and just, uh-huh. you know, having a conversation on a nice little drive of, you know, anytime you or to go pick up ice cream or something of, hey, just want to check in. How are you feeling? Um, how are uh-huh. you dealing with all of this? Um, and just letting them control the conversation. And it will, it, I, I, it's going to take some time because in the beginning you might just get a lot of yes, no answers and, you know, just kind of, uh, yeah, giving them more open questions where they can explain and then whatever, li- really listening to what their response is and then following up on that. Um, you know, if I feel sad, well, what do you feel sad about? Oh, I can't see my friends anymore. Okay. Well, tell me a little bit more about that. Like, what did you guys used to do that you used to like? And, you know, just again, keeping the conversation rolling. Um, and like I said, it's going to take some time because, you know, in the beginning, they're going to be like, you've never talked to me like this before. Why all of a sudden, you know, (laughs) what's going on? Am I in trouble? Or, you know, Uh um, (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, you know, just exactly. Conversations or like for you, Will, playing basketball with the boys. You know, mm-hmm. you're distracted, but you're doing something. So it's not so uncomfortable of just sitting right across from each other. And they're like, you know, God, this is so awkward. Why is my <laughs> mom or dad talking to me about this? Um, so that, you know, it makes them feel comfortable or whatever they like to do, you know, maybe even while playing a video game, um, having to, you know, hey, I just wanted to just check in with you. And I think nor like routine check-ins yeah um just make it normal just yeah right. yeah uh-huh. you know I had to deal with a couple of breakdowns from my daughter um she's a very social being and with her not being able to go to school and see her friends or you know sending out zoom links to have a meeting with them and then they don't respond because they don't check their email or their parents said no nothing during the weekdays um and it just, you know, took a toll on her. And she's just like, I can't do anything. I can't see anybody. Like, I'm tired of this. And, you know, just crying, crying, crying. And all I could do was just hold her and say, it's all normal. We are all going through this. Like, it's we're not the only family. The world is going through this. I'm sure your friends feel the same way. Um, you know, let's, let's try uh-huh. to uh, reach out to find out, like, a certain day where you can you know, talk with your friends or, you know, play games and stuff. Uh-huh. And then um, some one of the things that she's gotten into, I think is like the latest craze, or maybe I'm just late to it, because I'm, re- I really try to control the, the games and the uh-huh. social media as much as I can, because my gosh, I uh-huh. feel like she has, um, what is she into now? a little bit more <laughs> into <laughs> from like YouTube and all of that. Uh-huh. Um, and so she's now playing a game called. Um, yeah. Amongus. Oh, yeah, that's the big thing now. Yeah, we yeah. Talked, I, we were talking about yeah. that a, a few episodes <laughs> <Yes>. ago when, because <laughs> okay, my son, my son's playing that too, and he was, he, I, I mentioned it a few episodes ago because as soon as he started playing it, he would, he could not get off. But then it was, it was great for him to be able to socialize with his friends, mm-hmm. and that was why mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of, I was a little okay with it. Yeah, yeah. And at first I was hesitant. I'm like, okay, because she kept, you know, bugging because her one friend was playing it. And so Mm -hmm. she would have a Zoom meeting with her and she'd watch her friend play. And she's like, mom, it's really not fun just watching. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, (laughs) I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) And so, you know, I looked it up, you know, because I was trying to make sure it's safe. And um, I said, well, do you have other friends that play it? Because I guess it's like four to ten players. Something like that. You know, and and, I'm just being cautious. I don't want her to be playing Mm -hmm. with somebody who then, you know, all that. Yeah, that sphere. A stranger. Um, yes, 
And mm-hmm. so, you know, she has a couple friends that play it. So now we are able to, um, you know, arrange a time that she's able to play it with them. And, you know, you can't do it until all your schoolwork is done and everything's taken care of. And, you know, let me give you some chores around the house to complete so then you can have your time to play. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's just, you know, it's it's a lot. It's, uh-huh. it's a lot for these kids. And they say, you know, kids are resilient, but, you know, they they their feelings also need to be uh, accepted and honored right. and, um, you know, let them know that it's, it's okay. As far as the husband part, um, you know, I'm definitely open for suggestions. As well. <laughs> <laughs> so all I, all I can say is, you know, just be patient <laughs> and uh, yeah, you just, I think you just have to, get them in a situation maybe some beers <laughs> some alcohol involved <laughs> space and stuff but i wanted yeah. to go back to um your comment uh will about grief um yeah. you know so yeah grief is i i finally have experienced like true grief within the last year you right. know, i lost my brother-in-law i lost my father mm-hmm. um, i lost a friend and so man Grief is something that, yeah, there's no warnings. Mm -hmm. There's no warnings how you're going to react. There's no warnings how you're going to feel about it, how you're going to deal with it. Um, And, you know, my my husband had lost, you know, his mom and dad um, before we had Mm -hmm. our kids. And so, um, or actually my little one was only a year old. And so, you know, I would try to ask him, how did you deal with your grief? You know, what did you, and he's just like, I'm like, you, I, you know, I don't, I never saw you cry. Or, you know, I would say, you know, I'm here for you. And if you need to like grieve about, if you want to talk about it. And he's like, okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, and yeah. then he would say, yeah, you know, during my commute home, you know, yeah, it would hit yeah. me. It and I deal just, with, you know, he, that, and mm-hmm. then he deal with it, whatever he, the way he dealt with it. But me, I was expecting to. Cause like me, the way my grief is, is I'm bawling, um, yeah. I need space. I need space to just like mm-hmm. relax myself. Um, I talk to you mm-hmm. know, my sisters or my friends and then, but then sometimes too, with me being in the social work field, people rely on me <laughs> to mm-hmm. get them through the emotional impact that they're going through their process. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's just different for right. everybody and it's, I now am like truly feeling that, yes, it's going to be a never ending journey with grief um, mm-hmm. because that person is now absent from your life forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to come out when you least expect it. Um, yeah. You know, I remember I was at the uh, at a grocery store and a song came on that reminded me of my father. Mm-hmm. And then I just like the uh, the you know, tears just came up and I'm like, Oh my gosh, get it together. Get it together. What are you doing? Like, cause then you get, you know, you're kind of like fearful that, you know, mm-hmm. like, Oh my gosh, what's wrong with them? Yeah. Um, you know, or just something, a smell or something. Yeah. Trigger you, and then you're like, your emotions just come up. Right. But I'm learning that, you know, you just welcome those emotions. You welcome them, you deal with them however best you feel. And so, grief is yeah another whole topic we could definitely talk about <laughs> no it's <laughs> yeah and it was it was for for me it was like one of those it was so strange for me to like just handle it because i was you know again when my when my brother passed he was it was i felt like there's something wrong with me because i wasn't it wasn't happening you know like when mm-hmm. it was during all the you know with all the not just you know just the 
the things that were going on during that, that time when we had to go through the process of, of burying my brother and all that. And just the time after that, I, I was, I mean, it was like, literally I showed mm-hmm. almost no emotion and I was just, I, I don't know. I just felt that, you know, there's gotta be something wrong with me. It was like, and I don't know if people were thinking the same thing. Like, why isn't he crying? Like, this is his brother. Why, why isn't he crying? Mm-hmm. And it never happened. And it just, mm-hmm. it happened mm-hmm. when I was pretty much alone. That's kind mm-hmm. of when it all just kind That's of That's what fell. my husband said. Yeah, when he was alone. Yeah. And, and that could also be, too, a part of, you know, the man mentality. That's what, you know, it, it's subconscious, weakness. right? Yeah. Or I don't want, yeah. You know, I don't want to show its weakness or, you know, crying definitely is not weakness. Definitely not weakness. It's it's the most normal, I feel, emotion. Um, yeah. But on what you're saying of, you know, you weren't able to cry. So you were wondering if people thought, you know, why isn't he crying? Because, again, people are just so normal that that's our only emotion that we a release of emotion is crying. No, everybody has their own uh, journey. Everybody has their yeah. own way of dealing with things. And I guess for us that have the partners and the children or, you know, our, uh, any loved one that you have that's dealing with things is, I guess we just have to let them, we have to follow their lead mm-hmm. um, and kind of just go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you know, the following and the, and the, <laughs> the, probing of hey what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong i don't you know we have to just don't corner them (laughs) (laughs) and it's just always i think it comes down to the communication and having the discussion and the patience um to figure out how they process things and then they have to also in return as respect know how you process things and understand that way too because you're not definitely not going to process and deal with things the same as your partner i I mean, Most I don't think any rela- relationship <laughs> has yeah. two people that have the same way of processing things. So when, when people so say you're right. on the same web wavelength, then uh-huh. is that is that like a misnomer? <laughs> Never really on the same wavelength. <laughs> I mean, you may be for like a quick second. <laughs> yeah, on certain things. Yeah, exactly. Or on certain but things. That's why I think no, there's no relationship, whether it be a. Uh, so, parental relationship, a marriage, yeah. a friendship, uh, you know, relationship with siblings mm-hmm. or parents. Um, it's never easy. I think you're right. You know, you just need to be supportive and just show that you are there whenever they're ready to maybe have a chat, you know? And I mm-hmm. think that goes, you know, that helps for you, Karen, and, you know, your husband, you know, just don't probe, just let them know. <laughs> That you you are there. <laughs> We've been together for eighteen years. He knows how I try to get. I guess if it's working, then continue. Uh-huh. What is it, babe? What's wrong? I can tell something's wrong. <laughs> no, he hates it. No, he hates it when I follow him around. You know, because yeah, I'm not giving him his space. I'm not respecting his moment to process whatever he's trying to process and deal with. Um, I just know when something is wrong with him um but that's just my way of trying to be there for yeah. him and show him that hey i'm here for you let me know yeah, just... what's bothering you so that i can help you do uh-huh. it you know because it's always been you and me you know going through everything that we've gone through over the past 18 and some years you know so but this does bring me to a question will and Lori, um how different is it for 
our male counterparts then when you're talking mm-hmm. about self-care because I know what I do to care about myself and to nurture myself as a woman. Um, but what about men. for males? Like, or, you know, men? How do you... I think... What do you do for self-care and how do you nurture yourself? <laughs> well, I'm it's, sure it's, it's more than just drinking coffee. It's not just right? drinking coffee, but it's... <laughs> I think it's... It's not just for men, though. I think it's for everyone. You know, you just find something that can can help you through it, uh, whatever that might be. And for for me, it, you know, it's I try to do things that keep me from from dwelling on on those things that might 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 just be upsetting for me. Like you know, I I, I like to escape. That's that's my outlet. I like mm-hmm. to go somewhere that that now I can just not worry about the real world and now i'm in this fantasy world for example like you know watching a tv show and just being involved in that and then not Mm. having to deal with what's going on that might be putting me down or do you ever do you ever come back and deal with it (laughs) that's that's the that's the real issue right there (laughs) (laughs) that you have to come back to reality and then deal with it yeah but i think taking some time away from that mm-hmm. because uh, I'm a, I'm very impulsive with certain things. And so with a lot of things. So if I, it's kind of like that mm. email you, you want to send, but you probably shouldn't, you probably should sit on it for 10 minutes. It's like that, that uh-huh. kind of, you know, thought process. So for me, if yeah. I step away, then even though I'm not actively reflecting on it, it kind of calms my emotions down to the point where I can, I can come back and then have a probably a, a better response to whatever I was feeling or thinking. Mm-hmm. So I think just just stepping away and taking some time to just not even you don't even have to think about it, but just taking some time away from that issue that that whatever it is that that you're dealing with. Yeah, and let me give you a tip. Make sure you do it on Word doc instead of an email because you know, <laughs> emails get sent. <laughs> so at least the app save you. I'm sure we've all done that before, right? We've all done that. I've sent many emails like that. <laughs> no, but it's good that you said that. You know, always we always need to take a break and take a you know take a step back and escape. But we always should come back and deal with the issue because it's not yeah. going to go away it's always mm-hmm. going to come up oh, later in life definitely. if you don't deal with yeah it. um and so yeah it's good to find an escape and um i think working too with the older population that i've, I've noticed um you know again mental health was not common for them and it's not something that men deal with and i've noticed in a lot of the um the elderly that I work with and I talk mm-hmm. to them about, you know, self-care or, or what do they like to do for fun or social socialization is a big thing. Um, a lot of them don't know. They don't know what their hobbies are. They don't know what they truly enjoy because their life was set up of whatever responsibilities they had within their career, within their roles as a husband, a wife, a mm-hmm. parent. Um, and then mm-hmm. when they get to that age, they're kind of like stuck. You know, I don't, like- I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what brings me joy, fulfillment. Is that like retirement? Like people, when, mm-hmm. when they retire, then they really aren't sure what their, their right. identity is gone. And... Right. So as I'm getting older, and I talk about this too with, you know, friends and family and stuff, I'm like, we truly need to you know, really work on, um, you know, self and 
self-care, self-enjoyment, reflection, purpose, just finding what brings us joy. Because a lot of times, too, we depend on mm-hmm. people in our lives, like our children, our partners, mm-hmm. our spouses, our family. But then there's times where, you know, you, you can't depend on a person. You need to find other things in your life that will bring you joy to deal with that. And then that helps with your self-care. Because too, like again with the, with the men, we, you know, what do you like to do? Well, we sit around and we drink yeah. beers with guys, or we yeah. play basketball, or we watch sports, we play games. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's great if that's you know what they they can deal with. Um, because like with I feel with women, we have so it's so much more open than what we can do for self care. We have like a plethora of things that we can do for self care. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, you know, and um, that can be quite expensive too. But uh, <laughs> but with you know yeah right no but that's what I meant it's it that's what I meant when I when I mentioned um how different is the self-care when it applies to men and women because for women it seems Uh like everything is designed for our self-care massages pedicures um, just even getting your hair you know a spa like yeah why not you know like for for men then it's it's kind of similar uh, except, you know, it's more focused probably, but, you know, we, we go and have beers or whatever. We go and drink, just have fun. Just, just a bunch of guys getting together. Uh, uh, just... Humor. Humor is a big thing. Huh? Oh gosh. Teasing each other. Yes. And that's a, that's a big thing. Just having, making fun of everything and everyone uh-huh. in the world. <laughs> and that happens all the time. And that's part of it. Um <laughs> But also hobbies, you bring that up. Hobbies is a big thing. Uh-huh. For me, coffee is like one of my hobbies. Um, you know, it could be sports, could be uh, mm. movies or, you know, entertainment of some kind or just cars or whatever, whatever it is that, that really suits you. And, and although, you know, for men, it's, it's all, it always seems like it's one of those macho things, like firing a gun at the gun range or something you know uh-huh. but if, if that's what it is then that's what it is well i welcome the men to say it's okay to go for a massage it's okay to get <laughs> your feet done because it really is wonderful <laughs> i've, so, I've uh, had that uh-huh. done yeah <laughs> you know and, and i know that there's uh-huh. men, there's men that are like you really you want me to go to a nail salon and get my toes done yeah You're crazy um, I guess that's one of the weird, the weird things yeah. that just uh, social—not social, but uh, you know the uh, the the typical, the stereotypes yeah. of of uh-huh. men not going to a stereotype salon or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. to get their nails done or their hair done. <laughs> you know, we're mm-hmm. not going to do that, but <laughs> not here. Yeah. But it, but it's—is that really wrong? No, no, it's just kind of different here <laughs> with the yeah. stereotypes and all that. But... I apologize for the noise in the background. I think my daughter is practicing this. So <laughs> I try to find the quietest. I don't hear anything. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, so, but but I, I'll go for a massage. Sure. I don't know. But it, again, it's yeah, kind of weird it... to, to go with a bunch of guys. It just seems weird. I'm not saying it's wrong. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I've, well, I've gone. Well, we'll go with you, Will. We'll go with you. <laughs> I'll take one for the team, Will. I'll go with you. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> oh yeah, I've I've had that. Or, or yeah. you can have a you oh, can have a couple's actually, massage. It's a they pleasant experience. I've, I've been to a couple's massage and 
thoroughly enjoyed it. So by mm-hmm. no means am I, you know, am I not for massages? Massages is that a word? Massage. Yeah. Massage. Is that plural? Massages. Yeah. Massage. Yeah. Massage. Yeah. Massage. One. Yeah. Massage. Could be massage. I don't know. So I guess what we're then what we as women take from this is. With these habits that our men have or um, their likings, we have to care and accept it and be patient with it. Yeah, you know, it's one of, it's one of those it's those one of those things where you know you see it all on the news. I mean, not the news, but you just see it in in entertainment and movies and all that, where it's typical for a man to go out with his guy friends and have fun, and some mm-hmm. and sometimes it it's looked as as probably poor or bad behavior you know you don't want them to do that because at least you see this in in entertainment right that mm-hmm. it can it like you always see that the 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 spouse or the the girlfriend may not necessarily agree to to them to doing that all the time but that is an outlet for men so we have to consider that as it being an outlet for the mental health Mm-hmm. And they're not just going out there just to go and cause trouble, and mm. you know that's part of their the way that men deal with stuff to be able to do things and uh, release their their um, um, or not testosterone release, exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I think nowadays <laughs> I during I stressors also, but okay. but a lot of days, a lot of time, a lot of things that people do now or men do are mountain biking, and I've see I see that all the time with friends. They go mountain biking with their guy friends, and because they can't do indoor activities, now they're doing these outdoor mm-hmm. things. You mm-hmm. know, allow them to to do that. I mean, right. within reason, obviously. If if they're always doing that and they're not spending time with the family, then that's a problem. But uh-huh. no, it's it's an outlet, right? And I think everybody just needs to find their outlet and you know just utilize it. Everybody needs self care, and it shouldn't be seen as selfish. That's part of the thing that we need to get around, right? I mean, the, the fact that it it they have this uh, this this. I'm having word finding problems today. I don't know why. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> it's because you didn't have your normal. I think coffee. that's what it is. <laughs> it's so strange. I'm not. You I'm had not a, really on point. You today. had a latte. I'm sorry. I apologize. Coffee. Must be my emotions getting to me. <laughs> I know what it is. You that's don't like being said, put on the spot. Yes, to hear you uh, answers from you, Will. I'm available. <laughs> Yeah, what I what I've come to realize now is that it seems to me that all husbands are very similar in the way that they deal with emotions. I mean, I'm just listening. Yeah, I'm listening to you, Lori, and I'm listening to you, Karen, and I'm thinking and listening to how you guys deal with your husbands, and and I'm thinking, wow, that doesn't seem that all unfamiliar from what I'm dealing with, <laughs> what my wife's dealing with here. I mean. Uh-huh. So stereotypes are stereotypes, but man, sometimes they feel correct. (laughs) (laughs) Can I ask you like a a question about like fatherhood then, Will? Yeah. (laughs) And and Karen, you too with your husband. Um, So how do you see mental health with your children? Like, is it something that you worry about? Is it something that um, 
that is noticeable. Like for us women, we notice everything, Um, you know, and we also feel like we have to uh, manage our own so- mm-hmm. mental health, manage the kids' mental health, manage your mental health, um, take care of everything, you know, within yeah. our family circle. But but does that then kind of, not, I wouldn't say like get you off the hook, but is it something that you even have, um, now I'm like, something I'm like, that I even think about. I didn't, have, I didn't have my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> is it like uh, something that you even think of that is something that it was yeah. with? Or do you feel like wife's got it? <laughs> uh, you know i'll just yeah take care of whatever else i have to take care of no i i i can't speak for every man but uh as a husband and a father i i do see it all the time i, I do think about it all the time and uh it's it's it worries me um having a 16 year old especially because i see what he's going through and i see the way as a man i see how he's seems to be handling it which is very you know it's frighteningly similar to how i've handled it where i bottled everything up and i know when you do that you know being that much much that much older and wiser than he is <laughs> at least i think i hope i'm wiser yeah <laughs> but i definitely am older <laughs> so that's got to come for something right i hope so <laughs> but so i see the those similarities and and i it it frightens me because i don't want him to uh, get to that point where, you know, uh, it's again another taboo about just t- talking about suicidal tendencies and that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. I've we've had that conversation. I've had the conversation with him, and uh, I I'm always trying to uh, mm. be a little different from how I was raised, and I try to to be more open with them. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you know, it's it's a subconscious feeling, a subconscious thought mm-hmm. that I, mm-hmm. I I have to consciously be conscious. Man, how many times did I say that word? And mm-hmm. just cons- consistently do that with my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I should probably should be doing that more with my wife as well. But you know, the the, the question was about my son, so <laughs> let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so yes, we do think about that. It's not. It may not seem that we are because as men, we try to just, uh, we don't try to, but it just kind of rub, comes off as, as like, we, we don't care. And, you know, let, let him be a man, you know, be a, let him be a boy. He's a boy. He's, he's gonna, he doesn't need to show his emotions, that, that sort of thing. You know, it, mm-hmm. it's not like that. Definitely is something that we think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have to agree um, because my husband, like, especially when I'm noticing something is wrong, especially with the two boys, right? Because their Mm -hmm. relationship obviously is way different than their relationship with mommy because mommy is the, you know, mommy is the enforcer and and, um, daddy is more the understanding that can go to him for everything, right? But when I do notice something that's concerning, um, of both boys, I'll talk to my husband about it and he will talk to them, you know, and he is, um, he shows his affection to the kids. So I I think that some men, um, I'm not going to generalize, but I think some men are more, um, in touch with their feminine side. I don't know if that's wrong, but you know, when they, when they show when they try to connect with their kids and they, you know, they try to, 
figure out what's wrong like what we do as women you know like they some see it as nagging when you're constantly um you know probing or bugging your your child you know what's wrong I know something's wrong you're um you're not showing your emotions or talk to me but that's my approach Mm -hmm. um my husband has a different approach and it works well for our kids you know um so I think we just like you've been saying all throughout this episode I think it just needs to be normalized you know men and emotions or affection um should be normalized and it should be okay mm-hmm. um for think, men yeah. to sh- sh- be showing them right you know just like i think it's like a slow do, shift you know and very be slow for it. evolution of the species really and i mean you can't look too far back when this was taboo mm-hmm. and this was uh, uh stereotyped as being a, a terrible thing for men to to show emotion. I mean, what, 25 years ago, it, w- it was completely different, right? Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. we, I think just society in general and just the yeah. human race mm-hmm. is slowly, slowly but surely evolving and improving in, you know, all these aspects. Evolving? <laughs> I don't know. That That's a yeah. probably totally philosophical that's... view of the way things no. are. Yeah. That's no, that's hope. Will that's hope? <laughs> yeah, it's called hope. <laughs> we all need hope. Yes. No, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, and I think it's good that you're acknowledging it, right? Because um, back in the day, like I was also under the um, the belief that you know men mm-hmm. are, especially in our you know how we were raised you know mm-hmm. men you don't and cry you need to still hasn't gone away it's you know, still, we're, like we're still it's dealing like a with it macho yeah. thing right and it's yeah exactly and, and sometimes <laughs> i do find myself saying that like man up what are you crying for you know I... are you bleeding are you bleeding are you gonna die like you know but i've learned to be a little bit more sensitive you know because all our kids every human being is different and like they handle things differently than i would handle it you know i'm more uh more what did you say bitchy? Um, no <laughs> like no. you don't give up <laughs> about some things <laughs> in some ways because i'm you know like okay well how's that gonna affect me or how is that gonna affect you or how is that why is this this you know like mm, that's okay. I'm not going to cry over spilled milk or whatever. But in on the flip side, I am on uh, on the sensitive side too, you know. And people do see that as a a weakness also. And um, going back to our topic today, um, I think that we need to be more receptive to how men handle um, their feelings and their emotions. And we, like you said, we need to allow them just to <laughs> well. No. Deal with it the way that they, yeah. Feel, well, no, I mean, the... but too, I mean, no, I get it. Also, you know, yeah, have that allow them to process it the way they do, but still have conversations of how to help them because you know some ways people process yeah. things isn't always the most beneficial mm-hmm. yeah and um you know supporting them and and having that communication and insight into right. it and and also i think men should also take into consideration like we're not um judging them or we're not um telling them they're wrong um 
but just tell, they also should accept and be open yeah. to because mm-hmm. we have we that's the only way we'll evolve as a person that's the only way we have personal mm-hmm. growth is if we take into consideration other things mm-hmm. try things out because mm-hmm. you know sticking with the same routine and the same way you deal with things it's just stagnant mm-hmm. there's no there's no, there's no growth there's mm-hmm. no improvement right 100% and so it's it takes takes two people i mean to make mm-hmm. a relationship right so you you can't just have one person that's making all the changes or just you have to have both sides commit and so yes. that's the bottom line right i mean it's in any relationship so we have to be able to not only as a as a woman you know be able to acknowledge everything you know how how a the, the male or the, the other partner deals with their emotions, but the, the partner also needs to understand how their partner deals mm-hmm. with it too. Mm-hmm. And I think too mm-hmm. that, um, I think that we need to have self-awareness too, just like you said, Lori, the um, self-reflection, you know, uh, I think when Will, <laughs> like my husband, right. When, we're going through something or when, when, when we're disagreeing about something, like I'll give him his space, obviously, because I don't, it's not worth arguing over it. Right. But I think at that time, during that time, um, I don't know if he does, but I'm, you know, I sit here thinking, Oh my God, what did I do? Or how could I have handled that better? Or how could I have approached the situation in a better way so that he understands um, that I'm Mm -hmm. not blaming him for whatever it is, you know, that, got us into arguing over this issue to begin mm-hmm. with, right? Because it's a non-issue, you know, like it's, it's trivial sometimes. And then um, it's just a mis- <laughs> misunderstanding, but, um, and I totally forgot my point, but. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to also see where you're going. Help me out here, Lori. <laughs> no, you brought it back to um, the point that you were mentioning of how Will was saying of correct. Oh, self-awareness. <laughs> Yeah, and so I think yes. we're all gonna have to come yeah. back and listen to this episode. Yes, you're with right. Our significant <laughs> others, and kind of be like, listen, and then also accept what we're saying right now, and try to follow the um, advice we're giving out. Because I know I, you know, I'm yes, I have experience in these fields, but I don't. I'm mm-hmm. not an expert. I'm not perfect. I have a lot of um, growth that I need to do within myself that I'm slowly trying to um, change and work on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have to also take a lot of my advice that I give out to people on how I deal with things because I can easily revert back to my old ways. Um, And, but I also have grown a lot and I also want my um, spouse to acknowledge that, yeah, I'm not that same person back then just because I've changed doesn't mean that it it's, bad mm-hmm. you know it's for the it's for the better for the relationship and for myself because we all even though we are in these relationships yeah. we also have to have our own identity as a as a couple you want to grow together and not apart right mm-hmm. and if you and that's part of the the, the i think that's kind of goes all hand in hand with what we're talking about because yeah uh, if if one person in the in the relationship isn't isn't willing to to accept the change or, or make changes that are better for the couple, then it's not going to work. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and to back, go back on Karen. I know where you were yeah, going. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> saying, you, saying you take your time to 
to think about what what the situation was and how <laughs> things could be differently and we hope that the men also would do the same and think about it and not be like hey okay i'm just gonna go over here and and concentrate on this anymore i, I don't want to deal with that and i'm not going to deal with it so we ask personally me too, <laughs> men that <laughs> you also take the time to reflect on whatever the issue is <laughs> yeah uh, so you hear that everyone all you men out uh-huh. there you guys need to do your part <laughs> in this relationship I can only speak for myself, and I'm not a spokesperson for all men. So, <laughs> Lori, I apologize for all from all men from the bottom of our hearts. Karen, also, we're trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you just gotta learn how to um, express yourself. What's that yeah, song? it's, it's uh, I'd, you know, I'd love to say to that it's yourself, you know, like um, it's not going to yeah. happen overnight. But we just have to no. be, we just have to be all willing men as men, we, <laughs> all men, and more just aware, just aware. Yeah, we need to be aware, and aware. We need to be aware that and, there are uh-huh. things that we could improve on, and that we we should make a conscious effort to try to make those improvements. Yes, and don't don't see it as a weakness if you're feeling depressed or sad or or you know feeling a certain type of way. You know it's okay to be. It's okay to ask for help. You know that's why you have a wife or significant other or a mom or a sister. You know, um, and I hope that you know our listeners, you guys, if. I'm sure you have family members that you feel more comfortable approaching and talking about your mm-hmm. um, what you're going through. You know, that's more difficult to discuss with your significant mm-hmm. others. So I I do strongly encourage don't you guys keep it to in. talk don't to bottle whoever it you feel comfortable with. Yeah. Um, but so, whatever you do, part, don't keep it in. Don't with resources awesome. yeah. that in don't, case no, you do need no. some professional assistance. Yeah. Um, you know, that too is not a form of weakness. That too is not... Um, something that you should shy away from um that's you know again a lot of insurance programs um cover you know mental health Mm -hmm. uh, behavioral health services and there are also some that are you know on a sliding fee Mm -hmm. scale so if you know you can't have anyone in your personal life that can assist you or if it's getting um too much that the person that you rely on can't assist you with and there is professional help out there that'd be great to have that information for everyone that's listening so um you know once again we would like to thank you Lori, for being a return guest our very first return guest actually I know. I feel so honored. Thanks for asking me back. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Laurie. And uh, (laughs) we'd probably, we'd love to have you back. So uh, we, we, I mean, I really enjoyed having this conversation. uh, Even though it was a little awkward at times (laughs) because of this whole topic topic about men and their emotions, but. But it was great to bring to light. No, yeah. I think we all need awareness of that. And I, I, that's Mm -hmm. part of the reason why I wanted to, to talk about yes. that today. And when you brought it up, Lori, I was just like, hey, that's a that's a great idea. You know? Mm-hmm. I said the same thing because I it's just as important as talking about mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. mental mm-hmm. health and women. Yeah. Because yeah. it affects everybody. So again, thank you, Lori. Female. And um, females. You know, we'd so. like to thank everyone that continues to listen yeah. to listen to our podcast and continue to follow and subscribe. 
we have 13 other podcasts that you can listen to if and catch up on before this one releases. Um, and also, we're looking for feedback. Always looking for feedback. Mm-hmm. So if you have anything that you want to share with us, uh, discuss with us, or mm-hmm. um, correct us, or just want to send out your love and support, or the opposite of that. <laughs> and, you know, if... Or Just hate. don't stalk us like Karen might stalk <laughs> Hate and support. <laughs> <laughs> but you can send... And if I can give a tip, if I yeah. can give a tip to your listeners, like podcasts are, they have, um, you know, a wealth of information. Uh-huh. Um, they may talk, you may find out information that you have thought about before, but, you know, you never really looked into further or had discussions with other. It's a great conversation starter on the topics that you hear in podcasts. Um, and you can listen to a podcast anywhere, mm-hmm. even when, I mean, I use it when I'm cleaning, mm-hmm. I'll put in my uh, wireless headphones and just zone out to whatever the topic is while I'm cleaning mm-hmm. or, you know, on dry, during drives. Yeah. Um, and also too, when you just need your me time, you know, that could be a topic that you're dealing with and, you know, you just find your, your quiet spot mm-hmm. and just listen to what other people have to say. And then, you know, you can comment on, um, the certain topic and give feedback to these podcast mm-hmm. people. And, uh, I haven't figured out how to do it on, um, uh, on the podcast platforms, but you can send us email at the dot atypical dot Karen at gmail.com. And check us out on Instagram at not your typical Karen underscore podcast. Um, Again, thank you to all our listeners. Thank you, Lori, for joining us again. And also, I also wanted to invite you, if there's a topic that you're just itching to talk about, um, reach out to us to same email, the dot atypical dot Karen at gmail.com. And And cut. And be kind to yourselves.